we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. It is a shame, the world we live in. You can't even enjoy a Super Bowl parade. One dead, 22 shot, including nine children at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. The dead woman... A super fan and mom of two described as the most wonderful, beautiful person. Apparently, multiple gunmen opened fire at the end of the victory parade attended by thousands of fans. And according uh, to family and friends, the, the woman that is deceased, Her adult son was also uh, shot, a uh, gunshot wound, and one of her two cousins, believed to be minors, was injured in the chaos. We are dealing with this, but there are also on my mind several topics. Our own shooting that started on the train in the Bronx. I'm coming back to that. There is a photo. I spent a long time looking at today a police officer in uniform posing with his two young sons. And imagine how proud, how proud they were, and hopefully still are, I'm sure they are, of their dad. Notice I said past tense. Their dad saving lives. Well, a homeless man with a violent history, fatally stabbed a New Mexico police officer before a witness gunned the homeless man down. For no reason whatsoever, this happened. Police officer fatally stabbed in New Mexico. I want you to listen to the New Mexico police chief. There is no more heartbreaking reason than this to have a news conference. On February 11, 2024, just before 5 p.m., Officer Jonah Hernandez, a husband, a son, a brother, 
and the father of two young boys was murdered. Officer Hernandez was dispatched to a trespassing call in the 300 block of South Valley. When he arrived, Armando Silva immediately attacked him with a large kitchen knife. For no reason whatsoever, Silva killed Officer Hernandez. A witness saw the unprovoked attack, retrieved a firearm from their vehicle, and confronted the murderer. Silva tried to attack the witness and was shot at least once. Silva later died from his injuries. Silva had a long history of violent crime and mental illness. This is just one more agonizing reminder of the brokenness of the New Mexico criminal justice system. And I spent a lot of time looking at the photo of father and son, those two young boys without a dad now. Another topic on my mind, I'm giving Mayor Adams some credit for checking anti-Israel protesters. So at a recent event, they were awaiting the mayor's arrival and Adams, you see in the video, walks past his security detail to go out of his way to walk up to the protesters. And you know what he states to the uh, protesters as they're chanting and yelling and screaming at him? He said, bring the hostages home. Amen, Mr. Mayor. Then he turned his back to the protesters and they were completely caught off guard. Adams, you're complicit in the genocide of Palestinians. I just want to know how many Palestinian children, how many killed Palestinian children will it take for you to call for a ceasefire, Eric Adams? That's all I want to know. Bring the hostages home. Oh, wow. <laughs> Eric Adams, you get hard. You, you support genocide. They didn't know what to say nor what to do. They went back to their regular uh, stupid chant. Another topic on my mind before I zero in on gun violence this morning, the Super Bowl and what happened as well in the Bronx takes us to Atlanta, Georgia. District Attorney Fonnie Willis thought she had Trump. Now she is the one about to lose everything. Later today, within 24 hours, the ex-law partner of the special prosecutor involved romantically with the Fulton County District Attorney, Fonnie Willis, will testify that the relationship started earlier than what she said in a sworn affidavit. In other words, she may have been caught in a big lie. I want you to listen to this news report, part of it at least, on Atlanta First news. Willis and Wade claim they did not have a romantic relationship before Willis appointed Wade as special prosecutor. But tonight, defense attorney Ashley Merchant told the court the timeline is not matching up with the evidence. The, the relationship predated Mr. Wade being hired as special counsel. Merchant claims the testimony of Nathan Wade's former law partner, Terrence Bradley, will refute the timeline of the relationship. Well, it's very awkward to call someone just a liar. That's what's happening. It's the legal equivalency of that. Judge McAfee ruled Bradley will have to testify in Thursday's hearing to determine if Wade and Willis are off the RICO case. Expert attorney Josh Schiffer says this could make things worse for DA Willis. And that brings up some very serious allegations that could include 
perjury. It is never a good position to be considered by a court to have misled the court or to have had a filing with notable inconsistencies. Inconsistencies. In other words, lying. Madam DA, you're going down. You thought you had Trump. Oh, look at how the tables have turned. Look at how the tables have turned. So let's go ahead and open up the uh, phone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We have the shooting at the Super Bowl parade for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But I also want you folks to remember what happened here this week in New York at the subway station. This was a situation that made national news part of a broadcast on World News Tonight. Tonight, the urgent manhunt after a deadly subway shooting during rush hour in New York City. We have multiple people shot at the Mount Eden Avenue 4 line. Police say just before 5 p.m., the shooter opened fire on the platform of the Mount Eden Avenue train station in the Bronx, not far from Yankee Stadium. At least six people shot, one of them killed, the gunfire erupting as passengers waited for the train. Now police are starting to put out evidence markers, which are indicating that there are shell casings here right on the subway platform. Again. The NYPD and ATF swarming the scene. Officers leading a victim away from the bloodstained platform. Bloodstained platform. An NYPD official. So we have the situation in Kansas City. But just this week, right here in our own backyard, in our city, Things that should not happen. This is how the NYPD transit chief described the ages of the victims. Of the six people that were shot, there's four males and two females, and their ages range from 14 to 71 years old. All six victims were taken to local hospitals, and unfortunately one of the victims, a 34-year-old, was pronounced deceased as a result of being shot. Right here in our backyard, one of the victims, a 71-year-old man. Let's not forget what happened, and the alleged shooters are still out there as we speak. If you get a chance, folks, go to the WABC website and uh, click on my uh, podcast, one of the two that's there, Dominic Carter City Hall. It's a conversation that I have with Jackie Rowe Adams over the issue of gun violence. Remember now, she's the woman. She's the real deal out there in the community doing the work. And she's had to bury not one, but two sons, victims of gun violence. She's the subject of my podcast. It's there now. And uh, here's a little bit of the conversation. Even though we shooting and killing each other, they don't see that. They don't fight for that. Black on black crime. You got people, Jackie, why do you say black on black crime? Well, what am I supposed to say? Will somebody tell me what I'm supposed to say hmm. when it's happening every day? Every day for no reason. No reason. Jackie, you and I both know, right? The topic of, of black on black crime. Mm-hmm. Other communities simply look the other way. But we don't want to be honest that we have a major problem yes, within our community with crime. Yes, Why are we in such denial about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a sad story. But if they want to make the world better, 
They're going to have to change the whole attitude. They're going to have to see what's really happening if they want to stop losing their loved ones. Not only kids, nieces, nephews, cousins, family members, and friends. If you want to stop this violence, this violence, you're going to have to realize and deal with the issue head on, head on to stop this violence. Don't say, oh, well, that's my neighbor friend, and um, I can't tell on him. That's where that snitching thing comes I can't tell on him because, hello, your neighbor friend and killed somebody, they might come after you. So why you can't tell on them? So these are the things that's happening. That's what we got a lot of work to do. I got to make it. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter, City Hall. And I wanted you to hear the open and close to the podcast because I, I always try to be positive. But it's tough to be positive in this situation. What happened in Kansas City? What happened in the Bronx? Just days apart. The shooters, at least in Kansas City, the police have some suspects in custody in the Bronx. We don't know anything as of yet. Nobody knows anything And the police got to do all the hard work themselves. We see all of your telephone calls from New Jersey to Brooklyn to Woodbridge to Staten Island to another call in New Jersey. We're going to get to them in just one second. But I want you to listen. Listen a little bit. And the podcast is Dominic Carter City Hall. I'll be playing a little bit more of Jackie Rowe Adams in a moment. We're going to go to your telephone calls first. But I want you to listen to the man in Kansas City at the parade for the Kansas City Chiefs where he decided he was going to do something. He saw the gunman go past him and decided he was going to put his life on the line and tackled one of the suspects. One guy was hollering and saying, you know, stop him, or catch him, you know, tackle him, whatever. And he's just, just bailing running. And out of nowhere, I heard that guy hollering, so I'm just like, okay, well, I'm right here. And I just, I didn't even think about it. I just... A reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we got to take this guy down. And so, like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. And it seemed like forever but it probably wasn't it was like 30 seconds holding him down and me and the other gentleman and hollering at ongoers you know where's the cops works you know get the cops over here get the cops over here you know we got them the man put his life on the line and was able to uh hold one of the suspects uh with another uh another uh good samaritan until the police were able to take control of the situation Let's go to your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. When did you ever hear of more than one crazy person 
open fire on people. It's always one person. This time it wasn't one. It wasn't even two. It was three. Three people? This was planned. And these three people aren't crazy. You're going to tell me three people got together, three crazy people, and said, let's go shoot up the celebration? Now, this was a planned thing. Now, who plans an act of terrorism? Who could this be? Some people might say, well, it's the cartel. No, the cartel is interested in one thing and only one thing, money. They would never commit an act of terrorism in the United States because that would interrupt their business. America might get so pissed off they'll send soldiers to Mexico to wipe them out. So that's the last thing they want. Now, which group of people has more than one person to commit an act of terrorism? I know. It's the Norwegians. That's right. It's those Norwegians again. They're the ones wait. that took out the World Trade Center. I mean, I don't know who else it could be, Dominic. Okay, you wait, think wait, 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 Michael. Yeah. Michael, you're under the assumption. How do you know? And and I, I have no idea what's behind this. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get some answers very soon. But did, did you ever hear of three people okay, wait, going let, crazy? Wait, wait, Michael, let me finish, please. How do you know that it wasn't competing gang members that happened to bump into each other? At the, and you know they're always strapped. How do you know it wasn't competing gang members that bumped into each other, one opened fire, the others responded? How do, you, how, do only, you know, how do you know it wasn't that? Of course, that? it was only three people. Right, but, was, but okay, but, but, but you can't rule that out. I, I just don't understand how you're making this terrible well, assumption. Well, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling. Okay, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you're maybe. right. You know, I, I keep thinking of, you know, 9-11 and Boston, the marathon. And, you know, for some reason, I mean, I'm just saying it sounds like an act. Of, I mean, I would really be surprised if it wasn't. The guy, the guy that they had in cuffs in full red uh, that they led away, he looked to me, and I'm speculating at this point, he looked to me like an angry gang member to me. Of, of sorts, or maybe an alleged drug dealer. I, I don't know. Michael, thank you for the call. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I'm going to talk about New York because that's where I live. You know, the, the timing of these incidents in New York that happened one after another, uh, it's no, they're no coincidence. It's like the stock market. These incidents react directly to what's going on politically, okay? Now, what I happened agree. In the, I agree. Uh, Go ahead. Right. Because I see what's happening. I am going, and we have to call out people that are to blame, and I'm going to put the blood of these people in the Bronx on two people for this incident, and that is Adrian Adams and Kathy Hochul, because I saw two weeks ago myself, the day after that, how many stops law was passed, I saw kids, high school kids, acting more rowdy, blocking entrances to stores, hanging out on streets, getting what because they thought it was going into effect right away. They're not that bright. Then they realized it wasn't, and they, and they chilled out. I see, what's, how, I see how these kids react. Every time there is, there is a move to handcuff the police, the kids, the young thugs, look at it as a sign that they can go wild and commit, empower themselves and commit crimes. And I'll tell you that, Kathy Hochul... Hey, hey, Larry, wait, hold on one second. When when I disagree with you, right, I call you out in the New York one second, right? Right, right. So I got to tell you, you're dead on this morning. Right now, you are dead on accurate. Please continue. Now, Kathy Hochul, okay, 
two years ago, I saw, I, I read, what I read on the internet in the post, she made apologies for Alvin Bragg said, well, he's only four days on the job or something like that. Well, he, he has to correct himself. Now, two years later, <clears throat> he screwed up because he has no respect for her. Who the hell would, right? And she and she has a conversation with him. She doesn't fire him. She just has a conversation with him. And now you see what happens. You see, because these two women, I don't want to say what I really think of them. They're evil witches, okay? One is a hoe. Okay, and the other one is an evil witch. You saw Eric Adams. Wait, 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 I I don't understand. The language is a bit foul, Larry. I I don't understand where where that part is coming from. Well, because Kathy Hochul, who is she working for? Is she working for the citizens of New York State? Two years ago, she called out Alvin Bragg and said, he's new on the job. Let's give him a chance. And two years later, he, he, he he hasn't cleaned up his act. And she just talks to him. She doesn't do anything. Right. But so Larry, you, you Larry, tell me but what I, this woman but, is. But I can, I can understand is. your frustration, but I think it's very inappropriate to refer to the first woman governor with the term that you just did. That's that's kind of foul. OK, man. Wait, let me defend myself. OK, before she became governor, she had a year and a half in Congress and that's all she had. And then she was the clerk of Erie County. What the hell is that? Like James Carville called Sarah Palin's government complex. Uh, it looks like a bake shop. What the hell is clerk of Erie County? That she has no experience. Andrew Cuomo took her because he has a, I mean, because he's insecure. Basically, he doesn't want anybody competing for his job. All right, she never earned the job. That's why she doesn't feel like she owes the constituency anything. She walked into the job and got reelected because she's a Democrat. She didn't have to fight for this job, and she takes it for granted. That's why she's a hoe. And I don't care what anybody says. That woman is a hoe. She's okay. the epitome of one. Okay. All right. I got it, Larry. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't agree with the description of the governor that way. I think that we can uh, find other ways to communicate that we're not happy as opposed to referring to the first woman governor that way. But but with 90% of what you said up until that point, I agree with you. Let's go to uh, Anthony in Woodbridge. Good morning, Anthony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, wow. How are you, Dominic, today? Um, let me. I want to talk about last night's election a second. Go ahead, okay? go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was that was pure cheating. That was pure cheating. They wait, wait, stole wait, wait, that wait, wait, election. Wait. What was pure cheating? I can't hear you. What was pure cheating? The Democrats stole that election. What from... election? I don't know what you're talking about. The, the George Santos, the seat. Okay, when you say when you say they stole it, can you please are, are you saying they stole it recently? I have no idea what you're talking about. Last night, Dominic. So you're saying election. last night they stole it. How did they steal it? Let me tell you something. If an election is not accurate and it's not safe, then that's a stolen election. Wait, 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 Anthony. Anthony. Okay, go yeah, Anthony, at some point this comment has to make sense and I'm not following it at all. If you don't require photo ID to go and submit your ballot, oh. that is an unsecure election. Okay, Anthony, Anthony, thank you for the call. Thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Silas on Staten Island. Good morning, Silas. What's on your mind? Okay, uh, a few of those things I relate to. Number one, I don't think the election was stolen. I think the, I think the Republicans did a bad job on that one. 
and the um, as far as the crime with these kids in, in Kansas City, I would bet. I don't know for a fact. I would bet Kansas City is a Democrat-run city. Right, but it wasn't and, the suspect. wasn't a kid. He was a grown man that I that that I saw led away in handcuffs. That doesn't mean that he's the shooting suspect. But police did take him away in handcuffs, right. and he wasn't a kid. Yeah, but the men and kids all know that uh, in a Democrat city, you can act up, do what you want. And you're correct. Nine out of ten, you're going to walk. You're correct. Yeah. That's the problem. You know, Therein so, lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. So the main thing I would say is if we don't get a handle on uh, putting these people away and so that so that they don't have a long track record, you know, they have five, six, 15 uh, arrests. Um, that's the only way we're going to get a handle on it. I know Katsumasidi said he talked with police and said there's like 3,000 of these recidivists. If we don't stop them, it, it's going to continue. And, and, and kids growing up seeing it say, hey, I can do what I want. When I was a kid, I mean, me and you grew up kind of similar. You know, we're black in a community. I was raised with just my mother. But number one, when the cops showed up, we took off. We didn't stand there and challenge them. And the cops that wanted to beat in my neighborhood actually brought me home when I was acting up with other kids. One person who had sway over me was my mother. Right. I'm standing six four, but my mother had sway over me. <laughs> Mo- moms <laughs> have that impact. <laughs> and that's it. And I, I wasn't going to do nothing to disgrace her or get right. to court. And, it's, and, and one and, thing, and Silas, I, I agree with you. If the police brought you home, you had a major problem when you when you got home. A major problem. Oh, yeah. If the police I brought you mom. home to your mom or your dad. I had mom and my and my brothers and all. Right, but, but now but now but now mom mom wants to get high with the daughter. The mom wants to smoke weed with the with the son and daughter. They want to prove they're cool and uh, parental responsibility. You know, I, I I had I was trying to have this conversation with my wife earlier today, right? Because she's she's somewhat more open minded than I am. And you know, Silas, yeah. I, I, I just I, I don't understand it, you know. I really do blame the far left politicians that whether they realize it or not, have sent a direct signal to these kids that you're the permanent victim and that you can do anything you want. And thus they're acting out that way. And certainly in the Bronx, we don't have the details yet as it relates to the, uh, the uh, parade at the, uh, for the Super Bowl champions. I guarantee you it was something stupid. You know, they, stupid, they, they but felt disrespected. So you're going to open up fire <laughs> with their children. No, no rules to the game anymore. There used to be rules. Right, plain, plain stupid. And I tell you, you're not a victim because look, look at look at the people who were in that Super Bowl from Usher on down. How many blacks, Hispanics, and all who were successful, who do what they want in life? You're they correct. Don't have to be thugs. You're they, correct. They, there's nothing a black person can't do today in this world. You're correct. If you set your mind to it. You're correct. So you're not a victim. And why don't they call when when um, Sammy the Bull kills another mafia, why don't they call that white on white crime? Hmm. Crime good, is crime. Good, good point. Good point. Good point. 
Thank you, Silas. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, for the uh, great comment. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Gun violence, the issue of gun violence. If you get a chance, click on Dominic Carter City Hall. Conversation that I have with uh, Jackie Rowe Adams, Barry Two Sons. I'm going to play a little bit more of it when we come back. And we're going to go to your telephone calls from New Jersey to Brooklyn, Staten Island, Norman in Brooklyn, and many other calls. We'll be right back. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, and we do apologize for that error. That should not have played, but we are here taking your telephone calls, and uh, we're going to continue with them. But I want to, before we start with the calls, so we have the situation at the parade, and then we have the situation in the Bronx, and poof, nobody knows anything about what happened in the Bronx. The police got to start from from scratch and find a way to solve this case. As I mentioned, my uh, podcast, uh, Dominic Carter City Hall, is with Jackie Rowe Adams. And I want you to listen. Uh, One, if you get a chance, click on it, talking about uh, gun violence. But here's a bit more of our conversation. If you could think about what the city council just passed a bill, and it was about police doing their job, but they have to write up every time. If they come visit you, they have to write it up. If they look at you outside and you stop outside, and, and so I'm just, you know, using a scenario, and you outside talking to the police, they want them to write it up. Now, who really needs that when, when up the street somebody getting beat up or shot? So that's taking up unnecessary time. So the elected officials do not allow the police sometimes to do their jobs. And that's what needs to stop. And we have elected officials that really turns the community against the police. Now, I, you know, I could name them. I could name them. But uh, <laughs> they need to stop. If you're elected official, stop turning the community, especially the kids, against the police. Do we have perfect police? No. But do we have some great police? Yes. And the community, if you get in trouble, who you call it? Ghostbusters? No, you're going to call 911. And this is what I tell people. Now, I'm going to give you a good example, Dominique. Uh, um, NYPD came, and I'm sure across the states, across the country, across America, you have police officers that come to the churches speak to the, uh, the community, to the congregations. They want to stay engaged. They want to meet the people in the they community. Sure do. They, sure they do. really do. And they have to be given a chance. Who could give them a chance? The people in the community. And the elected officials, some of them, they want some votes. So what they do is they hear what the people saying if, the, if, if their uh, community is against the police, they go against the police. 
instead of trying to fix it. And that's the truth, because they want some votes. I know some elected officials, they stand to do certain things uh, 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 to keep order. I'm talking about the elected officials, because people vote for them and look up to them. Because they think they're going to lose the vote, because the people are going to be mad at them because they befriend the police. And it's Dominic Carter, City Hall, uh, where you can hear the uh, podcast. We're going right back to your uh, telephone calls in just a second. I'm going to go to Tom in Sarasota, Florida. I'm looking at my Twitter at X, at Dominic TV, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. And uh, Anthony Cumia uh, posted, hello, can we at the very least talk openly and honestly about the problem of black violent crime in America? And Robert Husky uh, uh, quoted that and sent me a uh, a tweet, and he, he says here, it's the topic of the night as it should be. This is out of control, and millions of illegals flooding in. We've got trouble. Robert Husky at Dominic TV, folks. Tom in Sarasota, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominique. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm well. I hope you're well. Please go ahead. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to just have a, a debate with you a second about one thing, and that is the point that Anthony was making before. Okay. That photo ID. Photo okay. ID, sir. Sir. That's not the topic. First of all, I don't like the way you started the conversation by stating you want to have a debate with me. I don't want to debate anybody. We can talk no, about I, issues. I don't mean to debate. I just mean I see that you don't like this topic. You know, I see you're avoiding the photo ID question. That's what I want no, to know. No, 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 no. It's not that I don't like the topic. It's that that's not what we're dealing with right now. And I just can't have people calling up, going out of the left field on whatever they feel like talking about. No, so, but that, that, that this election okay, happened I'm going to say again, that's what we talked about yesterday. Yeah, that no, is not, I, I'm going to say for the third time now, Tom, that is not the topic we're talking about right okay, now. Okay, so I want to talk about something that you said before also. Okay, now, go ahead. I think good and well that Kathy Hochul is an evil woman, and that is his description, because she don't give care about the people of New York, and she signs this bill against the police and puts, us all in, puts them all in danger over there in New York. Come on, man. Come on. You don't think that's evil? Well, Why is uh, that uh, not evil? Tom, Tom. Why? Go ahead. Go ahead. Why is that not evil? All my, my, my cousins out there, they're in danger, sitting there in the crime and the shootings, and everything else is going down there, and you don't call that evil? Well, it's it, all because the governor can change that bail reform bill. She can change it right now, but she doesn't want to. Well, first She's of all, first of all, love. first of all, Tom, calm down, my friend. I don't want you to get upset. Number one, she can't just change it by herself. But that, she can... She, she could, could, yes, she could emphasize. She could advocate for it. But, but Tom, 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 Tom. Sometimes, unfortunately, politicians have to look at the handwriting on the wall. 
You have two people in Albany that are just as powerful as the governor. If not, let me finish, Tom. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to explain to you what time it is. Okay, but you let me talk afterwards? Yes, I will let you speak, but I can't go on forever, Tom. I got a a bunch of loaded phone calls. Everybody else wants to talk. Tom, 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 everybody else wants to talk, and we've got 23 minutes left to the show. Now, you have a governor, but you also have... A, a, a president of the state Senate the, this, and the speaker of the assembly, they have as much power, if not more, because they have their elected members as the governor. So, you, we, yes, the governor should advocate for this, but this, this happened long before her watch. So she's been she's been handed a bag of, of a political mess from her predecessor. She didn't so she didn't start this. It, this started under her predecessor. Go home and look at the sentence down in Florida. How was he able to do all that? How? How? Well, come because, come because, because it's a different political process. Because well, Let me tell you something. If the, if the way the Democrats work is that if the leader tells them something, they all rally behind them. Look at Nancy Pelosi down in the Congress. And she okay, can do but the no, same but, thing but, down but, in but New Tom, York. Tom, it doesn't happen that way in New York. If the governor says something in New York, she's often challenged. That's the now now somebody that that ran the state with the with the iron fist Cuomo yes it was done that way and then lawmakers hated him behind his back and so when he was in trouble that's when they stabbed him in the back but well, the, Dominic you like the governor of New York I just want all the answers wait 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 wait, like wait, the- wait 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 you're you're, you're 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 asking me loaded questions you said it I like, like, wait it wait like wait you're defending the governor you no think no she's I'm a not I'm not I'm not first of all. Larry called her a term that should the the first woman no poly, no elected official a man can be called that term but a woman should never be called that term and certainly not the first woman governor that's what I took upset, uh, uh, objection to if you want to criticize Kathy Hochul criticize her I don't have a problem with criticizing her well, she but, deserves but, all the criticism she's a Nazi. Oh, That's okay. okay. All right, Tom. Thank you. Thank you, my friend, for the call. And I, I tried to uh, to uh, be tolerant and stay with you as long as I could. Uh, let's go to Steve, Staten Island. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Dominic, how are you? They, they, you should, your last name should be Carter. It should be pharmacist. But any event, <laughs> I just want to let you know, sir, that... That incident in Missouri and all over this country, it's happening everywhere. They're talking about guns and people, guns and guns and guns. It's the people who pull the trigger. We have jails. We have jails empty in America right now. Empty because they fail to put people in jail for committing crimes. These juveniles, these juveniles, that juvenile law has to be upgraded. These juveniles are wrecking havoc in our inner cities and all over the country. They, they have to update it, and they need to put these little bastards in jail. Excuse my French. On top of that, you're talking about people hey, Steve, that Steve, are wait, wait, Steve, wait, Steve, let me stop you right there. I'm with you a thousand percent, my friend. You, 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 are, you are stating what needs to be done. Go ahead and continue, please. And, and, and you, you, look, you go to Russia and pull a gun or have a gun in your possession. You'll be in jail for 30 years. They need to change the laws. You get caught with a gun, five-year minimum, um, mandatory. You get caught with a gun after you commit a shooting, a 10- or 15-year minimum. Look at the drug dealers that are on these corners that are all making money, thousands and thousands of dollars. They're committing murder 
amongst these individuals that buy that garbage, that poison off of them, and nothing happens to them. If I pull a trigger on a guy tomorrow, I'm going to jail. These criminals in the street selling drugs, if you don't up the ante on them and stop that poison from being sold in these streets, we're going to have more death than we ever seen in our lives. I, I, Steve, I agree with you, and that's that's why I brought up the uh, the Bronx situation. And, and Dominic, uh, the two phonies in New York. Can I tell you two phonies in New York? Go ahead. That gold, that Goldman, and that Jeffries. They get on national TV and lie to the people. If they're representing New York City, why are they on the platform with this little youth? Are these little youths that are in school that are swearing by the gangs? I'm a gang member. I'm a gang. Why ain't they there? Why ain't they there on, on that platform and trying to make a difference instead of going after September, uh, January 6th and, 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 and Trump and Trump? Everything's Trump. Do something for the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hear you, Steve, and um, you, you made some very, very valid points there. Thank you, my friend. Uh, really appreciate your call. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, yeah, I live in, uh, he mentioned Jeffries. That's, that's my district. And uh, periodically, I like to give you little vignettes of uh, what's going on here. Okay, so I wanted to have lunch today. So I went to the McDonald's because, you know, I'm hooked on these Big Macs, which they shouldn't <laughs> be. And uh, I go to the local McDonald's. They lock the doors of the McDonald's at 2.30. Uh, three o'clock when the hey, high school hey, students hey, get oh, out. Oh, when they, okay, in the afternoon. They lock the doors yeah, when the yeah, kids they don't, get out? Yeah, they don't let the high school students get in there, right? Wow. But meanwhile, when I got in wow. there, there was a boatload of them in there anyway. So, okay, I get my burger. I'm sitting down. Uh, opposite me is an emotionally disturbed woman. She had one eye, and she was, uh, she was laughing, just happy, 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 laughing, 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 laughing. And so I sit down. I take off my cap. She says, oh, you have a nice haircut. I said, thank you. Whereupon she started cursing. You bitch, you this. She starts cursing at me. So whatever, that was it. So, okay, so I'm just eating my burger. I'm quiet. Uh, Next thing you know, uh, the young people, uh, the young uh, students, they decide to have like a little mini brawl. Uh, they're throwing each other over the other tables. One banged into my table. They're throwing uh, French fries at each other. And uh, anyway, this is the atmosphere, which I'm eating my lunch in. So I, uh, Finished my double Big Mac. So wait, Norman, why why would yep. you put yourself through, through that type of situation? Because there's not many places to just kind of like sit and eat around here. And I I, I was uh, yesterday I was really busy. I was working on the Mozzie Phillips campaign. I was walking around and uh, I was sore from walking around in Bayside all day. And uh, I wasn't working today. And I whatever I wanted to satisfy my. Uh, my, uh, you know, desire to have something which I probably shouldn't be eating. And uh, delicious, I might add. So uh, that was it. So I'm just saying, every time, you, you know, like I go into like a little restaurant here in the neighborhood, there's, uh, in Yiddish we have a word, it's called a chorben. There's always like a, like a, there's, there's chaos. And that's kind of what the city's going for. So, you know, you uh, you know, you can't walk into a McDonald's at three o'clock. You have to go through the takeout window. So I uh, in the future, I may use that option. <laughs> I you, you know, Norman, I, I've got to take a break. And, and when I come back, I'm going to be going to uh, Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Um, 
I I I don't ride the trains much these days because of what's going on. But I I know that when I did, I could not be on the trains uh, when the kids were getting out from school because mm-hmm. four or five years ago, you could see where we were going society wise. No respect right. for each other. Uh, the, the guys, the guys in, 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 in. Let one white mm-hmm. kid, let one white kid say in, and it's going to be a full riot. They're going to beat the kid right. to death. But they can call yeah. each other in all day. And I, 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 I support rappers, but I don't support the miseducating of your own people. I don't support that. Trying to explain away, and I got to be honest with you. I know major, major civil rights leaders that you would be surprised to see how they use the N-word so commonly uh, when, mm. we're, when we're in private we're amongst each mm. other, you know? And then they go before the cameras and they denounce it and so on. All of this behavior, what I'm trying to say, it has to change. Norman, I'm sorry, my friend, that you had to go through that. You should have every right to go sit in McDonald's or anywhere that you want to eat and spend your money, and it should be an an enjoyable experience. You shouldn't have to deal with the mentally ill. You shouldn't have to deal with these out-of-control kids where what the <laughs> hell. And th- this is the question I asked my wife today because she's the more, you know, she's, she's very educated, right, much more educated mm-hmm. than me, right? She's a few credits short of her Ph.D., and she really loves her community. She's from Harlem. And she's at wit's ends and can't explain. I'm like, explain to me why these kids would just pull out a gun and open fire. Uh, we don't know the situation in the Bronx. We don't know the situation in Kansas City yet. But my mm-hmm. hunch is that it. my guess, I could be wrong, Couple of homeboys, one got upset because one stepped on his sneaker. Or, yo, man, Mm -hmm. you kicking it to my girl, and they pull out (laughs) the gun and just, you know, we don't have the regular guns anymore. You can fire off a number of rounds, and kids were shot. A woman that's Mm -hmm. a fan of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, a diehard fan, she's dead. For what? For what? Norman, thank you. Thank you for the call. We are going to take a break when we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Coming up at 1 a.m., I'll be joining Frank Morano for a few minutes. He's been kind enough to invite me on. And when we come back, the Chronicles, and we're going to go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn, Simon in Brooklyn, Mimi, New Hyde Park, and Pete on Staten Island. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. How many times can we collectively be slapped in the face? How many times? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10, 20, 30, 40. How many crimes do you have to commit as a migrant before they decide that you need to stay in jail? How many? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40. One of the uh, migrants uh, arrested in the attack on the New York City police officers. What do they do? They let they let this guy out of jail. 
He's the lookout guy on a stick-up crew. They get caught out at a, a Macy's, I believe it is, in Queens, and they're shoplifting. And the others get away. He gets caught. What was he doing on the street to begin with? We are spending millions in police overtime, and they can't even deal with our issues. They're busy trying to keep these, these criminals that happen to be migrants, the ones that happen to be criminals, uh, uh, keep them in check. Then the sole migrant that had been held behind bars for the gang attack on the two cops in Times Square, he's free now after an, quote, activist Brooklyn priest posted his $15,000 bail. Now, the suspect was being held on Rikers, as he should have been, and due to be arraigned on an assault indictment this week, he walked out of jail Tuesday after Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Bay Ridge put up the money to let him out. Reverend Juan Ruiz says our church is basically a sanctuary. We assume that people are innocent until they are proven otherwise. So I think that the people of that church should assume that the church has enough money and stop with the tithes and the donations. How about that? Since you want to spend the church money to let this animal get out of jail, let's stop with the tithes. Let's stop with the uh, donations to the church, and good luck with that. We're taking your telephone calls up until the top of the hour, and Frank Marano and the other side of midnight will get underway. Frank has been kind enough to ask me to join him for a few minutes, so please stay with us. I will be joining Frank Marano past the 1 a.m. hour. Jacqueline in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I would like to wish you a belated happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yes, same to you. Thank you, Jacqueline. Same to you, your family, and and all the women that are listening right now. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. You know, I would like to answer Silas's question about uh, why isn't mob uh, murder considered white-on-white crime. And I want to say I like um, Silas, and I agree with him almost all the time, and I think he's got a great voice as well. Um, mobs, mob hits are in a completely separate category of their own. And they don't usually miss their targets. So innocent people rarely get injured or killed when they're conducting their quote-unquote business. They don't usually kill innocent people. They kill each other. And we don't have to give them up because I'm from the White Hood. Uh, back in the day, in the 70s, the 80s, there were mob killings in my neighborhood every other week. It, there were those that you saw in the news, in the newspapers, and those that didn't even make it into the news. We didn't have to give them up. They gave themselves up because they wanted credit for those murders that they committed to send a very clear message. But we got white thugs in my neighborhood. The difference is we give those white thugs up when they're committing crimes because we don't tolerate that kind of behavior in my neighborhood. I hear you, Jacqueline, and that's the way it should be in every neighborhood. You give them up. It really is that simple. It's yep. just it's just in my community where it's a cool, completely dysfunctional thing. I don't snitch to the police. Uh, excuse me, that guy over there just, uh, just uh, robbed and raped that school teacher. She'll never be the same again. I'm not snitching. Come on. I mean, come on, no. Jacqueline. Come on. We, 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 don't, we don't tolerate that. We don't play that game. And as a matter of fact, since I was brought up the mob, when the mob was alive and well in my area, 
things like that did not happen because those people would disappear and would never be seen again. This is true. Forget about the police. Poof. Never see them again. That's right. Never see them again. Community justice, right. There you go. Never to be seen again. Jacqueline, uh, we're we're completely speculating. I'm acknowledging that. What do you think happened at the parade for the uh, Super Bowl? Oh, it could be any number of possibilities. Like you said, it could have been some gang violence. It could have been just a couple of local thugs. They had beef with one another. Some stupid incident happened, as you said, stepping on the sneakers, the girlfriend, what have you. I also happen to think there's a good possibility that it could have been um, some sort of terrorist, whether they were lone wolves, uh, radical Islamists, um, just maybe it was racial. You know, they're not saying, they're not disclosing any information about the... Uh, the demographics of those individuals, they're keeping that hush, hush, mush, mush. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was some sort of a hate crime. So it could be any number of those possibilities. But I guarantee you, it is certainly one of those. The man that was seen in a red uh, sweatshirt, uh, red jogging pants that was tackled, taken into custody, he appeared to be a middle-aged African-American male, very uh, light-skinned uh, African-American male, or possibly Hispanic. So I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm hoping that we get information soon, but, but I mean, my God, there were kids there. They can't even enjoy a a parade because their team won the Super Bowl. You know, we, we, we can't even have pride in our local teams because these, these idiots and these far left politicians have told them that you can do anything that you want to do. You know, Dom, I always uh, come up with, for lack of any other uh, theory, it's simply a matter of evil. There is evil in this world, and that's why I say we have to acknowledge it, and good must never give up. Good must triumph over evil. That's the only way we're going to put an end to this. But, I mean, the, the situation in the Bronx, right, at the train station, right? So, okay, the train is crowded. You pull into the station, Mount Eaton. I'm going to shoot up the whole area. I'm going to show him. He took my girl. He took my corner. So I'm going to show him. And you don't know how to shoot. And so right. you just you just randomly start firing, hitting innocent people everywhere yeah. around you. It, it's misdirected anger also. I can tell you decades ago when I was still working in Manhattan, and at the time I used to take the train into work in Manhattan, lower Manhattan, The train would start out in Coney Island, and then it would make its way through my neighborhood, uh, Bensonhurst, Gravesend, continue on to Diker Heights, into Manhattan. There was a very young African-American girl on the train. She couldn't have been any more than 14 or 15. And she was talking about something that happened with a boy. I think she was living in the projects, because we have the Marlboro Projects not far from where I live. And something occurred if this kid was killed or whatever happened. I don't remember. It was many decades ago. But she says, I'm so angry. I just want to pop somebody off. I just want to shoot somebody. I feel like shooting somebody. How does a 14-year-old little girl come out of her mouth with a statement like that? The videos, 
believing that nonsense from the rappers when half of those rappers talking about, I grew up in the projects poor, and they grew up middle class, you know, but they, they looked apart. They, they're believing these games, and, and thank you, Jacqueline, for the, uh, for the great call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC's Pete Staten Island and Frank Morano standing by. He's going to join us in just a second. Pete, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Uh, great night. Great call. Uh, Jacqueline and Norman and you. It uh, couldn't be a better night. I'll be very short and brief. We we're talking about family values and stuff and, you know, smoking pot with your kids. That ain't what you do. I keep a football. I keep a wiffle ball bat in my trunk. When we go to family ma- uh, affairs and stuff and parties, I bring them. We go out in the street and do it. Now that I had, uh, you know, a surgery on my foot, uh, everybody's saying, oh, we ain't going to play no more. All right, I'll be sitting in a chair, and they'll be playing, and believe me, I'll be catching that ball. But you got to teach your kids good family values, not to smoke pot and drink with them. You, they, you, they, your children especially, they, we want them to be your friends, but not in that kind of way. That's what you were saying before. Right. It's been an honor to speak to you. Pete, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the call. And I firmly believe that, folks. And that's the way I live my life. I am not my my kid's uh, friend. I am their father. And if you got a problem with that, too bad. You'll appreciate it when you get older. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So how do you think you're going to deal with Carmine when he gets older? Do you want to be his friend or do you want to be his dad? You know, it's it's very challenging. I want to say that I want to follow your example and be, you know, a bit more stern. And that's how my father not only was, but is. But I am such a sucker. This kid has me wrapped He's around his you. hand, you know, wrapped around his finger. You know, he tries to delay going to bed, and I go along with uh, whatever delay he tries to I heard you uh, tell that story the about. other day. Yeah, he, I had tried to take him to brush his teeth. Instead, I found myself chasing him to tickle him and dance And brushing your teeth. Exactly. Right? exactly. So what do you have coming up? Oh, there's going to be a big show. First of all, I'm going to have you stick around and talk about this uh, shooting in Kansas City uh, because I enjoyed your insight on that. And then the big O is coming up. The one and only Bill O'Reilly. I don't know that there's been a guy more successful in more different media. We'll talk to him in a half hour. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up right after news headlines.